What's going on, everybody? This is Matt Rinke, the founder of Illumination Wealth, coming to you with another episode of Owner's Equity. I am sitting outside in the middle of January. It's 75 and sunny out here in San Diego, and uh, no complaints. Hope everyone is staying healthy and uh, having a productive and positive start to the year, despite all that's going on uh, in the world. But I thought I would share a few things with you. First and foremost, I won my fantasy football league this past year, and it really you know, what I learned about that is I applied my personal investment principles to my approach to my fantasy football league. As an entrepreneur, as an investor, as somebody who's worked at a hedge fund, life is an investment. Everything I view is I frame through the lens of an investment. If you're going to be hiring an employee, that's not a cost. That is an investment. How you're spending your time is an investment. If you're spending it with your friends and family, this is an investment in a relationship. So what principles did I apply to winning my fantasy football league that are investment principles that ended up translating over onto ESPN's fantasy football league? So first and foremost, how I approached this draft was to find value. Now, in the investment world, people might be value investors like Warren Buffett or Brent Graham that look for beaten up uh, discarded companies that were left for dead, so to speak. And that's one way to be a value investor. And in certain areas, overlooked players could be you know, considered a value investment in the fantasy draft. Now, I also frame value investing somewhat differently. There is mispriced growth stocks that are also value because the marketplace doesn't understand the growth potential, the trend that is in place, the theme uh, that that is in place that's going to power companies forward. And so as I approached the draft, I looked to find value as I always do in my investments, whether that's in the investment markets, whether that's in the real estate market, we are always looking to find value, but value can be looked at in different ways. Now, where did I find value? I found value in the ninth pick in the draft where I took Derrick Henry, who ended up being the number one running back in the league. He was practically the number one running back the prior year. And he went ninth in my draft. So I got this growth stock at a mispriced valuation at the ninth spot in the draft. Additionally, another undervalued player that I got was Kyler Murray. I got him in the sixth round, I believe, which allowed me to get a top tier quarterback. Whereas other quarterbacks who were high up like Patrick Mahomes uh, and Josh Allen were taken in the first and second round. So I got mispriced value with Kyler Murray, who ended up being the third best quarterback in the league. So that's principle number one that I applied to my fantasy football draft. I found value. The other thing that I looked for when I built my team is I wanted to find a way to build a team that was consistent, that had consistent depth and would provide consistent uh, performance week in and week out versus volatile performance. So in the stock market, in an investing, if you have volatility, a lot of volatility, if you have a big drawdown, a big decline, that means you need to have a huge return to get back even. I like to have a smooth equity curve. So I tried to build my team with consistency, with depth and consistency to produce returns week in and week out. I know I wasn't going to always win, but how did I make sure that I had depth that would produce points and produce consistent returns that would give me a chance at winning week in and week out? And I did just that. 
Another thing that I did when building my team, how did this blend forward? Another investment principle was I diversified. And in my investment plan and in our clients' investment plans, we diversify across asset classes. There's different asset classes in which you can invest in. Real estate is one of them. Stocks, traditional portfolio, fixed income, conservative investments, cash, commodities. There's a whole slew of asset classes and these asset classes all perform differently under different economic circumstances. So in my case, I wanted to have diversification and depth on my team. And so I was able to identify solid players that had value across all spectrums of my team. I had a top quarterback. I had one of the top tight ends. I had several of the top wide receivers. I had the number one running back. I was able to diversify across the asset classes in my fantasy football draft that weren't necessarily the best performers in all positions, but they were top performers in all positions. And by combining them, I was I had diversification week in and week out when there was a bye week, but I also had consistency week in and week out, which allowed me to win even though my whole team might not have put up the best numbers each and every week across the league. So that was investment principle number three. Investment principle number four is that within investing, you have to be able to make adjustments and rebalance and, and manage your portfolio. And that's what I would do in the fantasy football world as well. If I noticed that a player had a bad matchup, I might substitute them out for a different player. If I noticed that somebody was on a bye week, I might find an opportunity to pick up a defense or something that was undervalued in order to replace that player in position on my team. You need to do that in your investment portfolio well as well. When asset classes get expensive, you should be looking to prune them to identify not as fully valued of investments or cheaper investments that are going to provide more grow more growth opportunity going forward. So you got to be continuing to rebalance and make adjustments in your portfolio, not hyperactive but on the edges and on the fringes in order to produce even better returns than just sitting there and doing nothing. So you should be willing to make adjustments and rebalance and be tactical, make tactical moves along the way. And that's exactly what I did throughout the season. Now, the other thing that I did, another investment principle that I have that I applied to fantasy football is you got to forget the gurus and you got to forget the predictions. So many gurus are out there in the fantasy football world as well as the financial markets. You see them on CNBC, you pick up the Wall Street Journal. There's so many talking heads and they normally don't get their predictions correct. So instead of following the gurus, I use data to make my decisions. I use the data to make my draft choices. I use the data to figure out who I'm going to be starting week in and week out, what the matchups were. Now, I didn't overanalyze this. I just didn't spend a ton of time on my fantasy football team, but I used some of the data to make my substitutions and to make my picks each and every week. And the data is true. The data is not opinion. The data and statistics tell the truth. And in, when it's applied to investing, the data can help you determine whether an investment is undervalued, whether there's a margin of safety. And if you apply the data consistently over time, you can minimize risk and maximize return. And so forget the gurus, forget the predictions, use data and invest systematically. And that's exactly what I did. Now, one other thing 
investment principle that I applied to my fantasy football team was to ride a trend. I love participating in the traditional investment markets in trends. Trends last longer than people expect and they continue to build momentum until it stops. And that's exactly what I did on my fantasy football team. I would ride trends. When a player got hot, I continued to stay with them until they weren't hot anymore. And so I had players week in and out that were producing consistent numbers week in and week out. And I would ride that trend And in some cases, you have to ride the trend even when there isn't a bad matchup because the trend is so strong and you just go with it until it stops. Same thing in the investment markets. Trends can last longer than you think despite the valuation. So following trends in the stock market or in the investment markets can produce outsized returns. And these trends can be significant and produce huge returns over long periods of time. So those were six investment principles that I applied personally to my fantasy football league and I won my league this year. Number one, find value. Number two, have a team that produces consistent returns. Number three, diversify amongst the different asset classes. Number four, make adjustments and rebalance. Number five, forget the gurus and the predictions. And number six, ride the trend. I could tell you more, but those were six key investment principles that I imparted into my fantasy football league this year that ended up giving me the championship. Those same investment principles have the ability to produce strong investment returns and consistent investment returns in your portfolio and in your life. Everything is investment. So continue to invest intelligently, live wealthy, and stay healthy. And thanks for joining me on another episode of Owner's Equity.